0: Welcome to the latest episode of Future Ready DSN, the podcast that provides employment information for the Greater Des Moines region. Today, we'll be chatting with David Leto about employment trends in the Greater Des Moines region. David Lido is the president of Palmer Group. Palmer Group was founded in 1998 to change Iowa's employment landscape by becoming the state's premier employment agency. Their office has grown from a few talented individuals to more than 70 dedicated employment experts across the state. So let's get started. David, can you start off by telling us a little bit more about yourself and what services the Palmer Group provides?
1: You bet. Thanks, uh, Marvin, for having me. Um, so I'm a, I'm a Des Moines native, um, a UNI uh, graduate, and I've been in the employment business now for over 23 years. Um, so I started in Palmer Group. You mentioned we were founded in 98, which is true. Uh, I started here in uh, 2004 and uh, founded our engineering and manufacturing division. Uh, so I uh, got that going and then uh, moved in, into our IT side and then have grown with the company uh, to become a president in 2017. So uh, we've had a lot of growth over the years. Uh, we, uh, in 2016, became a 100% employee-owned. Uh, we're an ESOP company, uh, which has been really, really fun uh, for, for our employee owners. Uh, our services, we do uh, temporary and contract staffing. Uh, we do direct hire and executive placement. Uh, we, do, we have a managed services division, and then we also do uh, provide outplacement services. So, work in a variety of, of disciplines and industries. Um, we actually are now up to 80 internal employees, so that growth continues. Uh, and we just opened our third office. So, headquartered in West Des Moines, uh, where a good majority of our employees sit. Uh, we started an office in Cedar Rapids in 2018, and then we just opened an office in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, uh, with two people. Uh, so we're excited about our, our growth. And you know, I just uh I have the best best team in the business. Uh so we're just really, really proud of the group here.
0: Well, that's awesome. And just to hear that you're still growing and 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 showing that resilience of Palmer Group, that you all have been been pretty steady for the long haul there. So we appreciate you and everything that you've been doing for for the region. You, bet. you know, David, um, we both know that talent is the top buzzword and in every meeting we're attending these days. And so you know, from, from, from where you sit, what, what are the employment trends you are seeing overall for the Greater Des Moines region?
1: Well, um, I think we could see the last two years change. Change is the only constant. I tell my team that all, all the time. It's been true in the past. Uh, it's been more than true these last two years. And I think it's going to be true going forward. So, you know, we're, we're seeing um, uh, a lot of organizations that are that are working hard to uh, recruit talent. In this market, but the the organizations are not located here. So, the remote work uh, piece is still uh, pretty big, not only within our, our region, uh, but we're uh, you know we're having other organizations from outside the state you know poach our our employees, and so it's something we all need to pay close attention to, especially on the coast. They're they're paying a higher wage than than what our our employers uh, pay. Uh, so it's something that uh, that is a little bit concerning. Um, so something we're paying attention to here. And then, you know, the, the flexibility is still so, so important. Uh, the uh, the pandemic uh, certainly highlighted that uh, piece and, and provided uh, employees uh, in a, you know, in a good majority to, that have went home and had that maybe a little bit more flexibility. That's going to stay and that trend is going to continue on. Uh, the hybrid work model uh, is going to stay. Uh, I think uh, we're seeing less people. Uh, that are full remote uh, than what was in the past. Uh, we're seeing employers starting to ask their people uh, to come back, you know, a few days a week, uh, just to have that in person time because I think it's so valuable. Uh, but we're also seeing employees that want to be back a couple days a week too, but have that, you know, that flexibility where they can work from home and work in the office and have the best of both worlds. So those trends, I don't, I don't see going away um, any anytime soon. Um, you know, with with the Uh, The flexibility with the people not being in the office as much, um, there's less eyes uh, or visibility on on people. So we're seeing organizations putting uh, new ways to measure productivity, measure results. Um, You know, you can't just look over somebody's shoulder anymore. And so, you know, we're seeing uh, some metrics, more metrics put in place for so the employee can track what they're doing, how they're doing, uh, and measure their own activity. And then the employer... I can kind of see how that's going for them as well. Um, You know, while money still isn't the most important um, thing we're seeing, you know, I think that flexibility and and that balance uh, uh, to be there for your families and all that stuff is still top priority, but we are seeing more people starting to chase dollars uh, than what we had seen previously. So, um, you know, I, I see this continuing at least through the year and I always tell people just, you know, don't, Leave a position just because of money. There's got to be other factors and, and reasons involved. So, uh, I think some people are, are maybe seeing this as an opportunity just just to chase the dollars, and and, and we're seeing a few that are regretting those decisions. So, it's got to be the right move for for all the right reasons, and and uh, the culture of the company and, and who they are and, and their brand has got to be got to be more important than anything else. So, um, you know, uh, I as a leader uh, and, and talking to other leaders, you know, I think the trend that I continue to see is uh, uh, leaders understanding that every single person has something else going on in their lives, and it's not necessarily work-related, right? Everybody's got personal stuff, uh, things to to handle, and I've seen um, a lot of care and, and concern uh, by the leadership in in our in our Des Moines region here um, uh, for their employees and their mental health and their well-being, and I think that's been a really good a really good trend and, and understanding, um, uh, that has, uh, that has happened that it's not only the employees that have stuff, but right. The leaders have stuff too, we're just people. And, and I think that, uh, uh, transparency that has happened, uh, on both sides, um, you know, we're all just, like I said, we're all just human beings. And it's been really healthy, uh, overall to to say, you know, we all, we all get up and, and have to do the same things in the morning and to get ready and, and, and go to work. So. Bringing um,
0: humanity back into the workplace. That's right. Humanity. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, I just think that's been really good. I, I think really um, another trend is, is trust is continuing. In my opinion, trust is continuing to be built. Uh, when you, uh, when you have as much flexibility as we've seen in the market you have, you do have to trust uh, your people uh, to do what they need to do to to be successful and and to take care of your business, uh, and I think I think that's been enhanced. I know it's been enhanced in our company, uh, and I, I believe that's been enhanced in others as well. So uh, those are just I mean some of the trends. We can go on and on, but uh, um, uh, so that's
0: oh, that's cool. You know, and you know, you know, for the you know the past two years we've had the pandemic, right? And so we know that the workforce has been impacted and. You kind of touched on some of those things you could you, you felt it would kind of be long term. But, you know, out, you know, outside of this definitely hybrid working format to, that's here to stay, looks like moving forward. What 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 are the long term impacts do you see the pandemic um, having on our workforce? You know, you, do you think, you, you know, for example, do you see you see more people ramping up? Uh, artificial intelligence, robotics—like, do you think those things come into play even more now? You know, what what long term things do you see kind of shifting even more?
1: Yeah, good uh, good question uh, for sure on the technology and the robotics. I mean, I I think that's going to continue to happen. It was happening even before all of this. Um, you know, I uh, I look at our our quit our quit rate uh, nationally uh, in February, four point four million people quit their jobs, which has been a, a trend for a while. Uh, that's three percent of the entire workforce. That's so that's a lot. Um, I could see that continuing to happen here uh, over the next you know, the next year at least. Um, we're going to continue to have more job openings than than people. I mean, there's 1.8 job openings for every unemployed person. Uh, think about that stat. That makes it pretty uh, pretty tough. Um, and our labor participation rate in Iowa stayed pretty flat. Um, and I don't see that continuing to Uh, to grow. So I think that's going to have a pretty big impact uh, on companies being fully staffed um, going forward. So, you know, uh, the, uh, you know, continue to think about the impact uh, of this and and how that's going to change the workforce. And um, uh, it's just wages, I think, have grown so much. um, And that Is going to have to slow down. It's just not, I don't think it's sustainable forever. Um, you know, we could say the, the impact of, of wages going up has been a good thing. Uh, but we can also say it's been a bad thing because inflation has risen more than more than wages, uh, which has not, not been a good thing for everybody. So, um,
0: you You almost say that the wages probably needed to go up, but maybe it's it's self-correcting too fast. Huh?
1: Yep. Agree. <laughs> way, yeah, way, way too fast.
0: Um. Yeah. No, you, you, you said a good point, too. I, I was reading an article the other day and I, I saw where we had, um, I think it was 11 million jobs available nationwide. And even if you take um, that net number of people, even that are unemployed, you still have like 5 million jobs still available once you can get past all the people unemployed. So that, that was amazing to see, but you know, like you said, that that's a trend that'll continue to go right. As our, as our baby boomers kind of shift more into that retirement phase. Right. So
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And I, you know um, I believe you, mentioned robotics and, and really I think there's going to be more of a shift to the skilled trades or the carpentry working with your hands. Um I don't know what the uh, numbers at the colleges or universities look like, but I can see the four-year colleges maybe maybe dropping a little bit uh, as more companies think about uh, training and and starting their own millwork programs, and and the, you know, the two-year colleges uh, are are picking up. So, those that have those you know, desires to to work with their hands or to be you know technical in that regard uh, or skilled in that regard is are going to do quite well. Those jobs are are paying significant money. Uh, right now and, and you don't have to have a four-year degree to do it
0: so no nope, definitely so you know uh david the we know the, the palmer group you all produce an annual salary guide and it's really been a great resource for the region and then really beyond you know I, I got a two-part question for you here so sure so how, how do you all go about collecting and updating this guide on an annual basis and then on on top of that, how do you see our salaries measuring up with other regions around the country? You kind of touched on that a little bit uh, earlier in, your, in some of your points.
1: So um, we we are in a great position to talk with thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people every year. And they are all over the board in terms of what they do. Uh, so we our data comes from actual people we, t- we talk to. Uh, along with the companies that we we service uh, in our market, so we know what a company wants to pay, uh, and we also know what a candidate is looking for and what they're typically what they're what they're currently making, and so we we just take data that's in our system um, that we we collect and and try to to provide a snapshot uh, for people to to view in our salary guide. So it's been a really really good piece. Uh, all companies, you know, are different in regards to, you know, their size and scope and abilities and industries. And so, there's there's a lot of variance in, in pay. So, we try to do as good as we can to, to uh, put that all together and then, you know, willing to have more in-depth, in-depth discussions with anybody about your specific industry uh, there. So, you know, in terms of, you know, how do we uh, measure up uh, with companies or with, you know, other regions? You know, I, I would say we don't we don't do specific national research, uh, but I do believe just from what we hear, and you know, we get a lot of people that move out of market uh, that have ties to Iowa that want to come back, and we're seeing people that want to move here for a lot of you know, a lot of the, the good reasons that we see every day and uh, what great things our community is doing. Uh, but I believe our, our our compensation, when you when you factor in the cost of living adjustment, is really competitive uh, to to the nation. So. You know, there's salaries that may, you know, maybe higher in some areas and, and lower in others uh, compared to our market here. Um, but, uh, you know, the ones, uh, Central Iowa is a great, attractive place to live and you can earn a great, li- great living and, and not a huge cost of living. So, OK, that's good. good. So, you
0: know, a um, couple of questions we always kind of ask folks when they come here on, on the podcast, because we, we believe in and, and what the future of the workforce looks like. And, and so, you know, how, how important do you feel uh, diversity, equity, inclusion are right now for the future of our workforce in the greater one region?
1: So, yeah, you know, I, um, diversity and inclusion have always been, I think important to, to companies and to people, you know, providing an environment where everybody feels welcomed and included. Um, and for most employers, I, I do believe it's always been that way. There's certainly been a, you know, uh, more of a focus or a highlight on on that topic here recently, but I mean, diversity is good for business. Uh, period. And 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 diverse backgrounds or ages or upbringings or thoughts. Uh, I mean, we just we're better when we have a well-rounded approach, and and uh, it helps make everybody stronger. Helps make your company stronger. So, you know, it's uh, uh, the leadership team doesn't always have all the answers, right? So, you know, we try to create an environment. Here and I think a lot of leaders do, or you know, people can bring forth diverse opinions uh, uh, from their from their experiences and backgrounds to the CEO, uh, to the president, or, or whatever it may be, to to help make things better. So, um, you know, I just I just think it's uh, it's an important topic. Uh, I encourage uh, leaders, and I see a lot of it happening to to partner with organizations that are that are working to build up. Uh, Others in the community to to upskill or reskill uh, to work with organizations that are that are looking to impact the youth. Uh, here at, at Palmer Group, we've been doing a lot of work with Pi Five One Five, and and how and what they do has been a, a really cool thing. So we've been going into the schools and, and uh, impacting the youth and talking about you know the world the world of work, uh, and that's been really fun for our employee owners, and and it's it's been good for the students, uh, and and we feel like we're doing and playing a role in, in helping the community.
0: That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that you're, you're taking that time to invest back in our, in our, into our youth because that is definitely key as far as uh, the talent we need to continue to develop here for us to be a strong region moving forward. So appreciate your efforts and your team doing that yeah, you bet. work. So, you know, as uh, you know, we're wrapping up the first quarter of the year, you know, we always want to ask too, so what gets David Leto excited? about the rest of twenty two twenty twenty two and keeps you energized moving forward,
1: oh boy, it's a big question here, huh <laughs> you know uh I've been doing this at Palmer for eighteen years, and I get excited uh because of the people I work with every day uh that gets me up every morning that that keeps me moving forward at uh, and, you know when we've we've experienced a lot of growth, but we have a lot of growth plans here. So really excited about that. Uh, I get excited personally about watching uh, our team of, of people uh, grow and excel in their roles. Uh, we've just announced a, a number of different movements here with, with people, you know, uh, getting new opportunities. And that's pretty exciting to see somebody go from, you know, one role to, to the other. Sometimes it's a lot move, Sometimes it's, you know, into more of a senior, senior role. Uh, and watching that growth and that excitement uh, of Of people understanding the achievement they had and and success and it's been pretty cool um so I get really excited about that you, you know our uh our area here in, in in central iowa is is doing well and booming and, and i think uh we've always whatever the the economy's done we've always done better uh than the national average so I get excited about uh, the market, and, and I think a lot of companies and organizations are looking at this uh, this region uh, to move their businesses, which I think is good for our business uh, in the long haul. So there's a lot a lot to be excited about and to look forward to. Um, so those are just a few of the things. So.
0: Well, again, thank you, uh, Dave, for taking the time to move. What, what's, the, what's the website for, for Palmer Group where folks wanted to look you up and get in touch with you and reach out? Where, where should they go to find that at?
1: Yeah, our website is uh, www.thepalmergroup.com. So we'd love to love to hear from you and, and help any way we can.
0: Well, again, thank you, David, for taking the time to to join us today. And I appreciate having the conversation with you and uh, look forward to working with you for the rest of 2022 and beyond.
1: Thank you for listening to the Future Ready DSM podcast produced by the Greater Des Moines Partnership. To hear from more leaders and experts on the latest trends in talent development, please visit dsmpartnership.com.